podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the co-hosts are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Smack and Raw podcast, we're, where we are the best in the world at what we do. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter. I am here with my co-hosts, as normal, the real heel, Eric Seeker. Yo. And Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer. What's happening? And this is episode 35 of the Smack and Raw podcast. Um, real quick, Eric, you will be at WrestleMania. Do you have any plans to go to WrestleCon or to uh, access prior to WrestleMania? I do not. You do not. So you're just going to go to the show. You're going to skip all the fun shit. Absolutely. One could okay, argue well, the show is the fun shit. Yeah, that's what I thought was the fun shit. I don't know uh, about wet waiting in lines to grovel. Uh, some people like to meet <laughs> the actual wrestlers and get autographs and talk to other fans. And Yeah, I don't give a shit about any of that. At WrestleCon, there's a bunch of indie shows going on as well as WrestleMania, Ring of Honor, stuff like that taking place. Um, Phil, if you're listening, you are a guest host. Please get a hold of me. Let me know um, if you're not going to be boring like Eric and actually go and take some sights in while you're in New Orleans. Check out WrestleCon or Fan Access and what your plans are. Oh, I'm going to uh, take in some sights. I'm going to be on Bourbon Street getting loaded. Well, see, I don't <laughs> think Phil's going to do anything either because ECW is not having a show. So That is true. Um, maybe you and Phil can go get loaded together and catch an indie show. Giggity. All right, let's get into uh, – we'll start with SmackDown this week because it was far more entertaining than Monday Night Raw, in my opinion. And, oh, so uh, end with the boring one. That makes sense. Go ahead. Yeah, Exactly. In my opinion, or not in my opinion, but uh, as we talked about last week, I fucking called it. Daniel Call Bryan what? came out, and like I said last week, he said that he is cleared to me- medically re- uh, medically cleared to wrestle. Um, he also berated both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for their actions of taking out Shane after, in his opinion, they got exactly what they wanted. He fired the two of them. And then they jumped him and beat him down, leading to what will end up being more than likely Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And what exactly did you call? Because you talk a lot, so most of the time I'm listening. That when Daniel Bryan comes (laughs) back, he will tell us that he is medically clear to wrestle. That was the reason he was gone from SmackDown and Fastlane. And I also said that the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens match will probably end up being Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Eric said that it didn't make any sense because Daniel and Shane are on opposite sides, to which you and I had a discussion, Travis, about how it's easy to have Daniel take his side, not being happy with the way they acted, so on and so forth. To be fair, I'm pretty sure I said that it didn't make sense, but that it would probably happen, regardless of it making sense or not. Uh, maybe if you I was said, just pointing out that it doesn't make sense. Maybe if you said it was probably going to happen, that was part of the audio issue and I get caught out because I definitely didn't hear that either time. Mm, Matt's practicing well, a, that, a, a little-known technique known as sarcasm, people. Um, I don't remember any of this, but... You were drunk. That's how I podcast. But, <laughs> yeah, that's why you never remember shit. My thing is, I agree it doesn't make any sense because I really think the real the real match should have been Daniel Bryan versus Shane. But, but, yep. this direction they're going and I can see they're kind of throwing it together, but it's like, whatever. Okay, I'll ride with you. The reason why I'm okay with it is because looking at the way the card is stacking up, it's going to be a pretty decent card, so I'll take this, you know? It's just oh, cool. it's going to be a big fucking show. Yeah. It's... And that's the other issue is you've got all of these guys on both shows, main events or so on and so forth, and you've got to try and fit them all on the card. You don't want to throw everyone into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which we found out <laughs> is happening. Yeah. Um, um, so they're doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and the Women's Battle Royal. Damn. And it's, it's a lot of Battle Royals. Like, motherfucker, why? You just did this like two months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Women's Battle Royal, every single title is going to be on the line, as well as a tag team match featuring the Commissioner of Raw and a tag team match that will not announce yet, but more than likely be featuring the Commissioner of SmackDown. 
and general managers of both shows. So we're pretty much getting all of the same shit from SmackDown that we're getting on Raw, including the fact, and I'm glad you brought that up, that the United States title match has been turned into a triple threat to mirror the Intercontinental title match, which is a triple threat. Uh, Jinder Mahal came out, cut a promo. Bobby Roode came out, interrupted him. Randy Orton came out, blah, 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 blah. In the end, it is going to be Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal for the United States title at WrestleMania. Listen, listen. Whatever happened to the good old-fashioned one-on-one match? Do we still do those? Like, does that, does that still happen? Well, you're still going to get that for the women's title, for the universal title. You know what the fuck I mean, Matt. All right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why does everything have to be a triple threat? Then even last month, they did, you know, a six-pack challenge that was originally a fatal four-way that turned into a five-way that became a six-pack challenge. Like, what the fuck? Let's just have matches. Just have people go one-on-one. Are we afraid to do that now, or do you just have too many, like, you know... They have too much talent for the five hours of wrestling that they have on TV. That how do you how do you simultaneously have too much talent and not enough talent? I don't understand. What do you mean not enough talent? <laughs> when you have a three hour show that you still can't fill with entertaining content, because you still get that lull in there, which is why I started watching the Hulu version. Oh, they have the talent. They just don't have you know just the the, the writing of it. Yeah, they're not using the talent they have properly, which is why you get the lull, but they have the talent. As a matter of fact... Okay, let me rephrase that then. How do you not have the properly utilized talent? Okay. Um, that is the writing and the direction um, of the content. Honestly, Didn't we already established you know, last week that I actually work for them? I need you to stop insulting me. Well, then stop putting out a boring-ass <laughs> show. That you I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that just said you can't even watch your own full show. So. No, 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 no. I write on SmackDown, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I've been saying for a little while now that we should probably go to three shows a week and make them all two hours instead of having a three-hour Raw and a two-hour SmackDown. Have six hours of wrestling, three days a week, all two-hour shows to spread the talent out so that you can get some of that talent that's not being properly utilized, utilized on a third show. Kind of like ECW. Hell, even make it an hour-long show. But Man. you already have NXT, which is the farming brand. You already have 205 Live. There's a lot of fucking wrestling out there to watch. Uh. And they still have too much fucking talent because they're taking all the guys off the indies and bringing them in so no one else makes uh, one. I'm not feeling that three shows a week thing. Let me tell you why. Because if you give somebody else their own brand, that means you got to have a whole nother show. That means you got to have a whole nother set of champions. And I'm just like, look, 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 there's too many belts floating around right now. There's too many yep. titles floating around. Nowadays, it's just like you're doing something wrong if you don't have a title around your waist. Like, what the fuck? Why does everybody have a goddamn belt? Yeah, there's too many fucking belts. I agree. It, it, it dilutes the prestigiousness of it. As you guys have said before. Thing. As you guys have said before, I have the right to be wrong, and in my opinion, I disagree. I feel like for all of the main event talent and all of the people that they have who aren't being displayed or being used properly, there isn't enough time and there isn't enough titles to give everyone the fair shot that they deserve. And that's why you've got guys like Rusev, like Shinsuke Nakamura, like Bobby Roode, like Randy Orton muddling around in the mid-card not really doing too much, occasionally holding a U.S. title or the IC title or whatever for a month or two because you have nowhere to put them, nothing to do with them, and you can't build a meaningful feud because you've got to focus on all this other main event talent that you've got going on. And it's hard to bring someone up when you've already got all these established guys who aren't going anywhere. Then you I wouldn't push say them they're out. muddling. Everybody plays their part. They have to reel it back sometimes. Or you just, you know, you know those guys that you mentioned that are just kind of taking up space right now? You push them on out. Like Randy Orton, you've been here long enough. Sorry. Bye. No way. Well, you say they're not muddling, but look at that six-pack challenge. That six-pack challenge. That's my point. There's people that they have in there that they're clearly not going to do anything with. They're clearly not going to do anything with Dolph. Why are you holding on to them? You're not going to utilize them properly, so let them go. You want to bring up these other dudes you can get for cheaper? Do it. Do what they do in the NFL. Use it till you're done, and you're not you're not using them anymore. You're just going to fuck them off anyway, so bye. Move on. All right, well, move on is a good point. Eric, do you have any last things you want to say? I think Travis no. cut you off a little bit. No? All right, then we're going to move on 
We did mention mm-hmm. the six-pack challenge. You said get rid of Dolph Ziggler. Um, Baron Corbin had a match against Ty Dillinger this week, which Baron Corbin won. Uh, really nothing there other than the fact that they're going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Another thing that they're promoting for WrestleMania. Um, Shinsuke also had a match against Rusev. That was just to promote the main event for WrestleMania, Shinsuke versus AJ, where AJ took his time to come in and kind of save Shinsuke when he was getting jumped by an English and Rusev, and Shinsuke fought them both off and said, I don't need your help, but I helped you last week because you needed me. Trying to make Shinsuke look strong. Here's my thing. If I'm AJ, I don't jump in there either. I'm not risking my neck for somebody I got to face in a couple weeks. Fuck that. You all right. They just like that um, on Raw when Rollins was like, oh, I got to go down there and help him. Why? Because <laughs> that's what good guys do, Travis. No, that's what dumb guys do. Well, good guys and dumb guys can kind of. They kind of go together in wrestling. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, We also had Charlotte lose to Natalia with a another fake cash in from Carmella. Um, Did that one I fell asleep? You guys think she, I don't know, Travis? You said you don't think she's going to cash in until after the pay per view. Yeah, I think she's going to uh, cash in on the next show after the after Mania. Kate and I were talking about it, and again, I think that it is a good way to keep the title off Oscar to have Carmella cash in on Charlotte, and Oscar doesn't lose her undefeated streak. Because I I looked at this WrestleMania card, and it seems like, and it makes sense for just about every fucking title that is online to change hands at WrestleMania. And we know that's not going to happen. And I was trying to weed out what titles possibly couldn't change, but Shinsuke's probably going to beat AJ. Roman's probably going to beat Brock. Why do you, why do you, wait, wait, why do you say Shinsuke's probably going to beat AJ? Because AJ has been holding onto that title for a long time. And Shinsuke won the Royal rumble. He has been on this push. Now it's this big match. In my opinion, it makes sense to put the guy who won the Royal Rumble over. In yeah, but you know how often that really doesn't title. happen. My thing is, that's one of those matches where in the end, it really doesn't matter who wins. The fans are going to be happy. So <laughs> it's one of those things. You can you can actually keep, you can justify either way. So it's just, you know, whatever. So this doesn't like, I'm not saying like, you know, Shinsuke necessarily won't win it. But it's just, I can see both sides. It doesn't really matter in that match who wins it. It makes sense to put the title on either Rollins or Finn Balor to keep them relevant and take it off the Miz. It makes sense. The only one that I think makes sense is having Randy Orton continue his title reign because he just won it. But then again, it also makes sense to have Bobby Roode go over Randy Orton to bring him up. That's another one that it doesn't matter who wins it because I don't care. (laughs) Well, yeah, we understand you don't care, but there are people out there that do. Uh, Tag team title match on SmackDown. You got the Usos. Possibly the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. Usos have had everyone locked down. It's time for a new team to come up and be someone that they haven't had locked down. It looks like that's going to be the Bludgeon Brothers. You just want the Bludgeon Brothers to have the belt. It's okay. I really like the Usos, and I really love the promo that they did prior to that singles match between Jimmy and Harper, which Jimmy lost. I'm just saying the way they're building the Bludgeon Brothers, it makes sense that they drop the titles to the Bludgeon Brothers. Otherwise, they beat everyone and they've got no competition, and then what do you do? You just don't like Samoans. I love Samoans. <laughs> I've got some, I got some Samoas in the cabinet. Yeah, you like Samoas. You like the Girl Scout cookies, but you don't like Samoans. It's okay. I like the Rock. I want Nia Jax to be the you only, you only. You only like half of the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so I only like the black half? Yeah, you only like the black half of the Rock. It's true, I don't like Roman Reigns. But I did love Rikishi. Uh, How do you not love Rikishi? I mean, everybody loves Rikishi. I think most people forgot that he was Samoan after a while, though. So Until he ran Stone Cold over with the car, and then he was on my shit list. I applauded him. Yeah, um, it all... Uh, you know what, we'll get into that. But anyway, it looks like a lot of the titles... we into what? How, you know, he took Stone Cold out, and then The Rock became the champ, and how, you know, The Rock is the greatest that ever was? No, I was going to talk about the tag team titles on Raw, but we'll get into that when we get to Raw. Um, Also, to promote the Women's Battle Royal, which is no longer as... Did we mention that it's no longer the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal? Because That happened after our show, I think. 
Yeah, Twitter freaked out about how Mula was pretty much a piece of shit and treated women. Horribly, I was just about so. to say, yeah, Mula was like was really fucked up. Like, yeah, no. And it's one of those things like I kind of heard heard that she was just fucked up, but I never thought of, I never thought to look up and see why. And then I looked, and I'm just like, oh, you bitch! Like, <laughs> oh, she did some awful shit. Like, goddamn. So yeah, why did they pick her? They could have picked anybody. Well, they had the May Young classic, so now it was the fabulous Mula Memorial Battle Royal. I think somebody joked sense. that like that was the only person, that's the only other woman whose name Vince knew. <laughs> 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 but well, they could have done a Lunger Blaze. I was just they thinking that they could have done a Lunger Blaze. Um, that would have been a good one. Wendy Richter, Wendy Richter would have been good. I don't know who that was is. That WrestleMania one. She came out with Cindy Lauper. They should have been the Cindy Lauper. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't alive and watching WrestleMania one. So, uh, but anyway, we had that Naomi and Becky match versus the Riot Squad. The only point of that was the women's battle royal to hype that up. Uh, the Riot Squad had a promo afterwards about how they're going to work together as a wolf pack, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they have that wolf pack mentality. Did you guys have any other thoughts on that promo from uh, the Usos or that match where Harper beat Jimmy? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What'd you say? Usos, promo, Jimmy versus Harper, singles match. No, are you intentionally skipping over uh, Dan O'Brien's brilliant, heartfelt speech? We talked about Dan O'Brien. That was the first thing I brought up. You didn't talk about it enough, though. <laughs> well, we went over Charlotte and Natalia. We went over the Usos. We went over Ginger. We went over Naomi and Becky. We talked What's about What's funny so. is he's still purposely not talking about Daniel Bryan. It's okay. What I was about to say before <laughs> Travis cut me off is we have time. If you guys want to go back to Daniel Bryan, we can go back to Daniel Bryan, and you guys can give us your thoughts on that promo that he cut at the beginning of the show. Oh man, he was hyped up later on in the show too. He was busting out drop kicks left and right, and the yes kicks. Oh man, it was great to watch. We got to see Daniel Bryan do the yes kicks again. Two years of pent up energy. You know, Eric, you brought this up, and I don't have an issue with Daniel Bryan as a person. No, you just love beefcakes. I I, exactly never said that either. (laughs) Yes, he did. Beefcake gets to live out his dream and wrestle again. No, look, man. You I hope said... it's the capacity of Kurt Angle. No, because you quoted me on something I never said, and you're going to do the same thing now because I've never said. Maybe we should get. Maybe maybe yes, we should get Daniel Bryan some weight gain four thousand, no. and then Matt will like him again. You no. said that wrestling I, is no. all about greased no. up beefcake. No. Beefcake. Someone never. with the physique of Daniel Bryan just doesn't work for you. No, I said it's not I don't what he's like into, Eric. Look, look, look. I said I like him as an intercontinental guy. I didn't like him in the main event. That's all I said. Here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Look, look, look. Matt can like what he likes. All right. What is Daniel Bryan's just not what he's into. We already established he likes the big beefy dudes. You know. <laughs> he 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 likes he likes a, he likes a little Braun Strowman in him. You know. That's 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 what he that's what he loves. So Braun it's just Strowman, Matt. Undertaker, Baron Corbin, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, I know you love the beefcakes, but but look, man, you got to admit that Daniel Bryan coming back to in ring action is a game changer. It's huge. I wouldn't say it's happened in a while. I wouldn't say it's a game changer. He's the most over guy, like uh, like since Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's I'm the, not gonna say it's I wouldn't go that far, Eric. But CM I, Punk I, was the most over guy since Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's maybe the most over guy since CM Punk. Here's my thing. Uh, here's my thing. The fact that Daniel Bryan accomplished something that only Stone Cold has accomplished. For the rest of all time, the WWE Universe will continue to say one word over and over again. Yes. 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 As Stone Cold did with what? Because they still do it, which I don't understand, but they still do it. But whatever. They will forever say yes, even long after Daniel Bryan's gone and nobody knows why they do it. <laughs> yep. They'll keep going, yes. Forever. Yes. Again, I just then, say, then, now, and forever. Again, I just want to say, for the record, I have no issue with Daniel Bryan coming back and wrestling. I am happy that he got cleared and that he gets to do what he loves. He's just not beefy enough. I, I prefer that he does what Kurt Angle does. 
and he stays GM and wrestles on occasion and doesn't come back and put himself in the main event picture. What, too what? many guys in the main event already. We don't need another See, guy. When you, when you say shit like that, you basically like you say like, "Oh, I like him just fine. I just think he should go after the IC title." But what I really think is that he should be a GM and just wrestle occasionally. I just said I don't want him going for the championship. You, you, you have a problem with him. You don't want him going for any championships. You want him only having one match a year or something because <laughs> you only want you only want to see beef takes on TV. Except I said I, I want to go for the IC title. Where did this beefcake thing come from? What is your obsession with this word and your use? Because I've never used it before. This is something you've manifested in your brain, created, and then tried to put words in my mouth that I've never said. It's That's not all he put in your mouth. He's never put anything in my mouth. He tries. He tries. <laughs> Point is, I'm happy that he gets to wrestle again. I just don't want to see him back in the main event picture. Again, we have too many guys there. You're a monster. Too many guys fighting for that championship. You're a monster, man. Just be happy for him. I am happy he gets to wrestle. You're not. <laughs> we need to move on. You're not happy enough is what Eric is saying, all right? <laughs> well, again, as Travis You need said, to be happier. All, we all get to like who we like. You guys talk trash about Baron Corbin and think he's garbage. I like Baron Corbin. Dude. No, look, 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 Matt, no, Matt, 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 no, 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 the champion of all you millennials and all you fucking you're a millennial matt <laughs> you are a millennial. That all the... what are you talking about first off first the off, old man ritter <laughs> over here first off if you look up you damn millennials if you look up the generation that includes millennials it is very gray as to where it starts and where it doesn't Oh, okay. I know. I, you wouldn't want to be belong to the okay. wrong generation. How about this? You hipsters, because we have established that you are a fucking hipster. He is the champion of you hipsters. You guys have your fucking champion. Good for you. Cheer for Daniel Bryan. You like Daniel Bryan. Good. I like Baron Corbin. You can like who you like. I can like who I like. You can't make me like Daniel Bryan any more than I do, and Look, I can't man, make you I'm like Baron is, Corbin. I don't care. Is You're done. We're moving tattoo. on to Monday Night Raw. I don't care hobo what you have tattoo. to say. I don't give a shit what you have to say about his tattoo. We are moving on to Monday Night Raw. You need to stop. What about the hobo tattoo? Kurt Angle tells us that Brock is going to be late. So Roman Reigns, who is suspended, shows up. Roman gets arrested by U.S. Marshals. You know, I wish at this point I was still a child and I could believe that these were Believe you were actually Marshals? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they they didn't know how to put the damn handcuffs on. He's, he's entirely too big. From his phone. He's entirely too big to get his hands handcuffed in front of him. Like, I'm not even a law enforcement officer, but I know when you're that big, you handcuff them with their hands behind them. Like you don't handcuff them in, with their hands in front. Yeah, if, that was. I don't know why they opted for the marshals this time rather than uh, the uh, police. Local police. Enforcement. Well, because they couldn't, they didn't have police uniforms on hand. All they had was those vests. So they were like, oh, we'll just say they're marshal. Just paint, paint U.S. marshal on the back of these vests. Go out there. <laughs> it's to make Roman Reigns look like more of a badass. Stone Cold would fight the local PD. So what do you have Roman Reigns do? He takes out three U.S. marshals. And if you could suspend disbelief and believe that those weren't developmental talent or indies rep indie wrestlers local indie wrestlers and that they were u.s marshals it would be badass that this guy this trained wrestler took out three u.s marshals but yeah but then that go but then the problem is that goes to misdemeanor to federal crime so (laughs) it's just like first he was just trespassing that's a misdemeanor you're out you know you're, you're out in a couple hours post some bail you're good but then you attack U.S. Marshals when you're under arrest. You're resisting arrest by U.S. Marshals. You are now what I like to call federally fucked. The worst thing to me about that segment was that normally when someone is 
has been suspended and they're not allowed to come into the building, they usually come in in some explosive way, you know? Like Stone Cold did, he'd drive a fucking Zamboni in or whatever the fuck, you know? In this case, like, Roman Reigns just kind of walked in. Speaking of which, you know, know, speaking of Stone Cold, you know, these authority figures these days are just some real pussies. Let me tell you why. Because of all, after all the things that Stone Cold did to Vince... You know how much he had to do before Vince like tried to fire him or even suspended him. Oh, These dudes, yeah. they, they they hit somebody one time, they're suspended. They say something offhand, they're suspended. You beat up one guy, you're fired. Like you know, <laughs> grow well, a pair. That's, that's an interesting point because the entire time Daniel Bryan was berating Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens about attacking the commissioner and attacking authority figure. I'm like stone cold made an entire career out of doing that. Why are you saying this is a bad thing? If I were those guys, I'd be like, Hey, stone cold did it. He was the biggest thing in the fucking attitude era. So why can't we do it? What does it matter? But back to Brock Roman and the U S marshals, this whole thing was a culmination of ideas that we've seen in the past that didn't turn out anywhere near as cool as they did. As Eric said, stone cold would, be suspended and come out in some kind of explosive way, or he'd get handcuffed and be hauled off. You'd have six police guard, police uh, escort, not a three-man U.S. Marshal team. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and beats him down while he's handcuffed. And then as he's put on the stretcher, flips it. And it was a lot like when Braun Strowman beat the living shit out of Roman Reigns and they stretched him, just not as cool. This was all stuff we've seen before, just not as cool. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it was super lame. that's kind of the theme of WWE these days. Like all oh, stuff I've seen before, just not as cool. That's a good title for this episode. What all the stuff I've seen before, just not as <laughs> just cool. not as cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as I'm watching this too, I had this thought as I was watching not just this part, but like just Raw and SmackDown in general. You know what I miss? What I miss Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh yeah. Like he was one of those people that like he always just had some kind of quip or some kind of line that just like is borderline fucked up or racist or sexist or whatever, but somehow funny because he's just this stupid goofy old man that nobody likes anyway. You know, (laughs) like he's a fucking king of one liners. He was just he he was like uh he was like wrestling's version of Archie Bunker. You know, it was just speech is still one of the best. It was great. Oh man. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Hall of Fame because they announced that Edge and Christian will be inducting the Dudley Boys, and Eric, you posted that. Thank you for that. And it was also announced this week, Mark Henry is going into the Hall of Fame. Sexual Um, chocolate. Somebody mentioned that it would be hilarious if he came out and gave his Hall of Fame speech and then did what he did on Raw when he retired. And just (laughs) said, fuck, just fucking kidding. I want the title. And then goes on to face he probably will. He probably will. Do I that. think that he should come out to give his Hall of Fame speech with his hand child on the on the podium with him. Yeah, that would be good too. Because <laughs> that is one of the things he's best known for: sexual chocolate, the Hall of Pain, and that hand child. Yeah, that May <laughs> Young birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? They should have named the the. Uh, um, the women's uh, battle royal after that hand. <laughs> I don't think that hand ever got a name. The May Young hand <laughs> battle royal. The May Young's hand child battle royal. There you go. Uh, another another um, couple competitors who we believe are going to be in this battle royal, but have not been officially announced because we don't really know who's going to be in it. We're Absolution, and they had a match. Uh, where they beat Sasha and Bailey on Monday. Sasha and Bailey, we still think, are probably going to get a singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I still see that happening. They're still kind of going back and forth and shit. I don't see why they're doing that if they don't have the match. Unless they go into the Battle Royal and they screw it over and they just kind of prolong this out because... I'm thinking so. They're the already booked up. Yeah, I was going to say the time. We might just and not the, have time for that match. And there's only like you know why? Left. Because we don't have time for two fucking battle royals. That's why. <laughs> but how do you get all those people on the show? You don't. You that's how you don't. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make the show. Royals. Go sit your ass down somewhere, man. I'm wondering if we will uh, if we'll see Nikki and or Bree in this battle royal because 
Nikki came out uh, for the house show at Madison Square Garden. So maybe she's coming back as a full-time return. Maybe she's, you know, just doing house shows and getting back into ring shape. I don't know what she's doing, but it looks like she's still around. So yeah, maybe I mean, we'll see the Bella Twins at WrestleMania. Well, they got to fill the, the Battle Royal, so that would make sense. But, I mean, she did the Rumble, so that would, you know. The important match uh, in the women's division that we got this week was uh, Alexa versus Asuka. And Alexa Bliss hurt herself and uh, went to go get counted out. Nia Jax came down and attacked Alexa, knocking Mickey out of the way, chased Alexa around, tried to rip Alexa's head off. Um, After another great – I got to say, Alexa's amazing on the mic. And it's not just her promos in the Mixed Match Challenge. It's her facial expressions – she is one of the best actresses on Monday Night Raw. Actors or actresses on Monday Night Raw, period. I can yeah, give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Every week she does that same thing. She like starts to apologize for something kind of or like talk about doing the right thing and then she's like and flips it around. Nah, yeah. I'm definitely not gonna do that. Like I've meant every fucking word I said. And her face makes you think she means it. And then you just, along with her words and along with her tone, her face changes from sweet, innocent, cute little girl to absolute total bitch. Mm -hmm. She's amazing (laughs) at that. You know why? Because you look at him like you got plenty of practice in high school. So, yeah. Yeah, she, uh, I don't know. She's got one of those faces that communicates a lot. Well, you uh, could, the reason why you believed it this week is because you thought maybe she was trying to cover her ass, you know? Yeah. Right. So not not necessarily that she meant it, but that she was doing it to cover her ass. But then you, you Yeah, know. I didn't think she was going to come out and be like, yeah, I meant that shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> like, I figured. Did, did she say something about getting it off her chest and feeling like she dropped a 300-pound weight? Like, yeah. Yes. Why are you throw Nia Jax's weight out like, there? Like, oh, my like, God. That's so rude. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Um, Nia Jax uh, did well. Not Nia Jax. Alexa went to Kurt and complained, and Kurt did officially make the match we knew that was going to happen: Alexa versus Nia for the title at WrestleMania, which Alexa clearly was not happy about. And that was the whole point of all this. I'm not sure why Asuka's still showing up on Raw if she's challenging the SmackDown champion. My assumption is if she wins that match and becomes SmackDown champion, that she will be part of SmackDown. She's yeah. no longer part of Raw. I feel yeah. like as soon as she decided to challenge the SmackDown champion. She should exclusively be on SmackDown. No, well, she's she still. That well, that's the thing. Until then, she's still a Raw superstar. Until she yeah. wins that SmackDown title, she's a Raw superstar. And the thing okay. is, also, they didn't want to. You know, they they kind of mentioned it on Raw, like you know, even though she's challenging Charlotte, we're still gonna we're still gonna give you that Alexa Bliss and Oscar match because you know we acted yeah. like we were gonna give it to you. So we're not gonna just deny. Well, you can have that. There you go. Just glad we get to see it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, since we're talking about title matches at WrestleMania, we have, as we said, an Intercontinental title match. That is going to be Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus The Miz. The Miz came out and cut a promo, as The Miz does. He was The Miz in this promo. At this point, it's just he's, when he comes out and talks, it's great. Um but it was leading into a six-man tag match against the club with Seth Rollins on commentary. I always enjoy Seth Rollins on commentary. He's always fairly entertaining. Um, the club won. The Miz Taraj attacked Finn Balor, and then as Travis said earlier, Seth Rollins, being the dumb good guy, had to come and make the save. That's the thing. And we, got he, a curb, we got a blackout. That's the thing. Not saying curb stop. Blackout. We got a blackout. And that's the thing. Like He wasn't always that dumb. Like He was, he was a smart guy before, you know? teamed up with the right people that took him right to the top you know <sighs> how the mighty have fallen eric you got anything i, th- I mean i think he's dumb too, he's a dumb <laughs> thing to do. all right um, there's so many things like even like you know we even talked about this during the um right before the elimination chain when they had that gauntlet match and shit right before the fucking chamber and Seth went through all that shit. Like, dude, I swear to God, if I had the chamber match that Sunday and they put me in that garden match, I would roll out of the ring, get counted out, and walk back to the back, and I'll see y'all on Sunday. Like, <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's- Especially because Finn is more of a threat in this match than I think The Miz would be. 
Like, take out the guy that's really a threat and then handle the Miz at the pay-per-view. It's fucking Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. That's assuming the Miz doesn't isn't out there. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Monday Night Raw was really just a bunch of fucking promos. You had the Kurt promo and the Roman promo. You had the Alexa promo. You had the Miz promo. And then we also had a John Cena promo where he called out the Undertaker again. We and got he Kane. the Undertaker again. And we got Kane who chokeslammed John Cena. And this leads to a match next week between John Cena and Kane. Maybe Undertaker shows up next week. I think what's going to happen is that it's still going to be up in the air until Mania, and then John Cena is going to come out at Mania and call him out one more time. That and actually bong. What I want, like I'm, I'm thinking, like cool. he does what he says he's going to do, where he's going to buy a ticket and sit at ringside for like the entire thing, and then eventually, yeah. like the match actually happens at that point. But either of those would be really cool. I'm yeah. bothered by the fact that. They call Kane the Big Red Monster. That's not his name. He's the Big Red Machine. He's the Big Red Machine, and it bothers me when they say Big Red Monster. Well, that's just yeah. The Big Red Monster sounds monster. like something else. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to our obligatory <laughs> genitalia. Oh man, yeah, yeah. You're right. It does sound like something else. But yeah. Um. I don't know where I want to go from here because the Home. next two things that I want to talk about are both, in my opinion, slightly disappointing. I think one Eric's going to enjoy. I think the other we're all kind of disappointed by. So let's get that out of the way. They announced Braun Strowman has to have a partner. He's not going to have a partner, Matt. It's... He said he had a partner. He said it in his promo. I have a partner. Yeah, these hands. <laughs> I really hope they don't make him, but Kurt says he's going to have to have a partner if he wants his tag team title match. I've, I've heard a lot of rumors, or not rumors, I've heard a lot of people saying they think it's going to be Elias. I pray to God it's not Elias. No, oh, man. He's going to do that shit by himself. Him and these hands. I can um, see Elias and Strowman teaming up. I will say it did look like he had his hands full when he beat Cesaro dealing with both Cesaro and Sheamus at the same time, but he still came out on top. I still think he can win those tag team titles by himself. I still think it's a great idea. and That's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. But we all know they never listen to me and they like to disappoint me because Travis is writing the show and he likes to watch me. <laughs> so I do like to Travis, watch you suffer. You're right. But Travis, talk to the Raw writers. Please make this say, I don't control Raw. Friends. I have no Call power over what they do on Raw. I'm sorry. Call your friends. I'm Call sorry. Your friends. Look, please. Look, look. Paul is in charge of Raw, all right? Paul? Yes, Paul. Okay, call Paul. No, I'm not calling Paul. I will not call Paul. Because you said you said yourself that this is the thing that would make you the happiest. It so would. It would make me so happy. Paul, it would it's you. It would it would make me Paul. it would make me so happy. But Paul doesn't listen to me. Okay. You guys have any thoughts on that match? Other Eric, do you think He's going to have a tag team partner. He's not going to have a tag team partner. He's definitely going to have a tag team partner. I think him and Elias would make a good a good team. Oh, that would be horrible. One of oh, these days, I'm telling you, he's not going to have a partner. One of these days, you're going to learn to listen to me. One of I'm these days. I'm listening to you, Travis. Because remember how at Fastlane I said that I didn't listen to you because all the stuff you said was going to happen. I just really didn't want to <laughs> fucking happen. This I really want to happen. So I am listening to you, and I am praying that you are right. <laughs> this I fucking want. So much. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're talking about tag teams, it probably wasn't on the Hulu version because, as you guys have mentioned many times before, the revival is not good enough to make the cut, and apparently neither is Titus Worldwide. But they had a match. No, they did not. <laughs> revival beat Titus Worldwide, and then they announced that they'd be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is how we found out there will be an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yo, you know what else didn't make the Hulu version? What? That I knew didn't make it because I knew it was happening. What was the main event of Monday Night Raw, Matt? Uh, Ultimate Deletion, which I was going to get to next. Yeah, that was not in the Hulu version. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I did not fucking like it. I mean, oh, I watched like it. it so I found it and watched Hulu. it anyway. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think the reason it wasn't on the Hulu version is because you guys said they cut all the garbage 
And in my opinion, it was garbage. So I could see why it wasn't on the Hulu version. I mean, when I watched it, I was just like, this is what we waited for, huh? Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so. Yeah, it was, you can find it on YouTube. It's easy to get to. A lot of people that saw the final (laughs) deletion said they liked it. uh, Or a lot of people that liked final deletion said they liked it. They thought it was good. I just, that Matt Hardy character is not for me. I didn't like what they did with Bray Wyatt. I didn't like the ending. It's, we got a Jeff sighting, though. Yeah, we did get a Jeff sighting, but it's just, it's way too over the top for me. Like, I still like a, my wrestling to be a little bit where I'm like, okay, maybe that really happened. This is just way too over the top for me. It's too bizarre. It's not what I like. But there are people out there that like it, and there is a place for it. So I'm not going to say they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying. I wasn't. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. They don't ever need to do that ever again. But <laughs> um, it was. It was I already won. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that we didn't even mention the fact that he won. But yeah, there was that one thing like, OK, I, I, all right, we're, we're, we're done here now. Right. We're not doing that no more. You good. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got to see it. It was it was weird. Um <laughs> It, I, I don't. There wasn't even as much spectacle as there was in Final Deletion. Yeah, we did. They did that thing with the uh, with the drone with the little little holographic face on it and shit. And like, welcome to the you know and that shit and I don't know. Yeah, man. I kind of assumed that there was some fireworks to, and I'm just like, why are there to... fireworks? Why? why what, what, what is this? Okay, I, I'll, I'll ride with you. I'm confused, but okay. Like. <laughs> I feel like this was bound to fail because it just seemed like they were trying to like remake the the final deletion, but just with slightly better production values. And like, uh, you can only do a thing one time, you know. It's like something like someone that. Someone makes yeah. a really good sketch or something like that, and they come back and try to do it five years later. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I will say it was slightly better than the Wyatt versus New Day at the Wyatt Compound match, only because. Matt Hardy was a part of this, and this is his thing. So yeah. there's that. Well, here's the problem that, with that is, it's just like, you know, the New Day needs to be allowed to be the New Day. And in a match like that, they weren't really allowed to be the New Day. So I can see. So if they had done it now, <laughs> and they just brought pancakes and slapped people with pancakes, like threw pancakes at the Wyatts, yeah. that would have been entertaining as shit. Exactly. But I thought the New Day did a really good job in that feud, though, especially. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was just in that particular match. They just weren't really allowed to be themselves. That's all. I was yeah, saying. they got serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of cool to see that side of them. All right, guys, I don't want to run long. We're getting near where we got to be. I got two more things I want to talk about. I posted it on the Facebook page. They told us Ronda Rousey was going to be at every Monday Night Raw. We said last week she wasn't there. Travis pointed out she wasn't promo. Apparently she is at every Monday Night Raw. We just don't get to see her on TV. She came out and did a thing with Dana Brooke after the show went off air. So she's there. She's just not going to be on TV for us to see. So they didn't <laughs> lie to us. Yeah, she did a weird-looking suplex thingy. That actually, the suplex was fine. <laughs> it was that judo chop to stop <laughs> Dana Brooke's hand that bothered me. That looked fucking weird. Yeah. I, when I said weird suplex thing, I meant like the whole sequence that led into that suplex because it was, yeah. But that set, that suplex looked good. That capture suplex she threw, that was decent. Mm, yeah, it was okay. Um, Eric, you got anything about that? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's very touching. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? He's on his phone. He's not paying attention. <laughs> oh, man. That's Ronda why. Rousey, her whole thing, she's crying, and Kurt Angle was put, putting his hand on her shoulder. No. No, that, that's, that, not, that, that, that's not what we're talking about at all, man. No, it's really that, not. <laughs> did either of you guys watch that clip that I posted from TNA of that guy, Sammy Callahan, bashing Eddie Edwards in the face with a baseball bat? No, I didn't watch that. I didn't even see it. What happened? All right, so essentially what happened is on Impact, Uh, There's a wrestler, Eddie Edwards, who's kind of like a main event star. And then there's Sammy Callahan, who used to wrestle in NXT as Solomon Crow. And uh, there was a botch, pretty much. He put a chair on the guy's chest. He swung the baseball bat at the chair. It slipped off the edge of the chair, cracked the guy in the eye. The guy almost lost his eye. Almost. Hit him hard. He didn't lose his eye, but he almost lost his eye. So he didn't get the the Scotty Riggs then? No, no, he didn't get the Scotty Riggs. 
Um, but I guess a lot of fans and a lot of people in the wrestling industry are coming out and saying Solomon's not safe. He's untrained. He shouldn't be allowed to wrestle. He needs to apologize. And he felt bad at first. I listened to him on Jericho's podcast, but now it's like botches happen. Like who came out and told Owen Hart when he broke Stone Cold's neck, you need to come out and apologize to Stone Cold or that Owen Hart's yeah. not safe and shouldn't be allowed to wrestle. Who said when Taz broke Sabu's neck, you know, Taz shouldn't be allowed to wrestle. Like it's wrestling. They didn't have Twitter back then. Exactly. But it's wrestling. It's predetermined. <laughs> but at the same time, some of the shit is real. There's stunts and stunts go wrong. He didn't do yeah. it on purpose. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean is predetermined? I mean that they know who's going to win the match before the match starts. You bullshitting. No, I'm dead serious. Um, I also mentioned real quick mixed, mixed match challenge. We had Oscar and the Miz versus Braun and Alexa. Oscar made uh, Alexa tap out. They're really pushing this. If the Miz gets pinned in a tag team match, it breaks Oscar's streak. Even the announcers were talking about it. I think that's fucking stupid. And that makes me think that the Miz and Oscar are going to win the whole fucking thing now because they're not going to break her streak and the show should end before WrestleMania. Yeah, they probably are. Why why would the Miz getting pinned ruin her streak? Because they're stupid. So wait, they they beat who? Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. How? Braun Strowman put the Miz through a barricade and incapacitated himself in the process and Oscar made Alexa tap out in the middle of the ring. But there was a spot where Asuka knocked Alexa Bliss off the apron. Alexa jumped and wrapped her legs around Braun Strowman. And they just looked at each other and she got that I want to fuck you look on her face that she does so well. And then she also grabbed Braun by the beard and pulled him in for what looked to be like they were going to kiss until the Miz hit Braun Strowman from behind. And then they had a backstage segment after the match where Braun said he finally wants to kiss Alexa. And they went in for a kiss, and then a fan came up with a shirt and got in between them and asked for an autograph. And Braun got pissed off and left. Fucking cock blocker. <laughs> so they're really up in this whole Alexa Bliss, Braun Strowman, sexual tension relationship thing. For some reason, I don't know if it's just for the Mixed Match Challenge or if it's going to go anywhere. Maybe that's the next person that she manipulates to do her bidding. Nah, it's just Wanna... a Mixed Match Challenge thing because they they would have at least like kind of mentioned it on Raw at some point, you know? Yeah. All right, we gotta uh, we gotta wrap up here, guys. So, who's winning on Monday Night Raw? Um, winning on Raw, Brock Lesnar, man. Okay, Eric. Oh yeah, I agree with that. that. All right, he whooped um, Reigns. So great. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I have to. You guys are right. So, uh, who's losing on Monday Night Raw? Reigns. I was going to say Reigns until I saw the ultimate deletion. I'm like, oh, Bray Wyatt is losing. Because he just got, like, he just he just got shit on. Like, he's just like, yeah, this is over with, and you just. What, no, what, I, I agree with that. that like, was, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, fuck Then you, he Bray. got thrown into, like, a reincarnation, and he wasn't there. And now Travis's dream of Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt being a tag team is probably going to come true, which really, really, really fucking soured me to that whole thing. If yep. Bray is reincarnated and born as like Woken Bray Wyatt or whatever the fuck they do, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it, but uh, yeah, I agree with Travis on that. Eric, thoughts? Losing? Reigns. I could see that too. Um, seeing Roman Reigns get the shit beat out didn't disappoint me as much as watching Bray lose to Matt Hardy and everything else, so I, I'm going to take Travis' side on this because that really broke my heart. Um, SmackDown, who's winning? Daniel Bryan Danielson is winning on SmackDown. Yep. Even though he got his ass beat? That's why he's also losing. That would okay. su- yeah, that would suck if what what if what if because they beat him up now he has to retire again? <laughs> yeah, what if that pop up power bomb actually re injured his neck? That pop up power bomb on the apron. That would be really fucked up. That would be oh. really, really fucked up. We really shouldn't have put that out there in the universe. Eric, what the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, say, he's winning happened. and he's also losing. So that's he, who's Travis got for winning and losing. Eric, do you have a different choice for losing? I mean, I was going to say something else, but that's a really good idea. Okay, so <laughs> we're all in agreement. Daniel Bryan is winning because he returns to in-ring action and he's losing because he got the shit kicked out of him. Even though 
he had more offense missed than Shane McMahon had. So mm-hmm. good for him on that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Travis, what do you got to plug this week? Um, Super Flashy Era of Tomorrow is live right now. Um, newest episode just went up. Uh, let's see. Creation Conversation every month. Um, Facebook pages for all those things. Yeah. Uh, Facebook uh, for Super Flashy Era of Tomorrow is facebook.com slash group slash Super Flashy Era of Tomorrow. Um... Facebook group, I mean, Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash creation magazine. Let's see. What else is happening? Ah, if you're fans of Westworld, we'll be doing a live show after that show every week once it starts back up. Um, Yeah, that's about it and for now. As you guys know, as we talk about every week, you can find us at facebook.com slash group slash raw where you will find all the news that we post and talk about all the subjects and where we discuss the pay-per-views as they happen. Also, please tune in after WrestleMania for Travis and I for our first ever live podcast. And a possible special guest. And a possible special guest. Um, <laughs> why is it possible? I thought we were having John on. Listen, sir, I'm going to need you to learn the art of the tease, all right? You told them last week that John was going to be That's on not the point, all right? Okay. Uh, yeah, possible special guest. Um, definitely not Eric, though. He's going to call us, and we're going to mute our phones. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Eric, Facebook, Smackin' It Raw, Cam Shows, Corner, Selling Yourself. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the, the Smackin' It Raw Facebook page. You got it. Yep, you can find him there. Travis, how much time do I have? You have a few minutes. Why? What's up? Well, because I really want to talk about um, this really cool thing that they're doing. uh, And I know it's one of your favorite shows. They're going to have a crossover between Scooby-Doo and Supernatural. We're going to end this right now. We're done. (laughs) Good night, y'all. We out. We are smacking it raw. We are that damn good.